Every day, in communities just like yours, men and women devote their lives to building our economies brick by brick and job by job. These are their stories. You're listening to From the Ground Up, North America's Top 50 Economic Developers. Welcome, everyone, to From the Ground Up, North America's Top 50 Economic Developers. I'm Tim Tarantine here with Carla Winchester, and we've got a great conversation waiting for us today. Carla, what's happening? It's going well. Tim, how are you today? I cannot complain. Good. Well, today I'm really excited. We have a great conversation in store for our listening audience. On the other line, we have Jill Frick, who is the Economic Development Manager for the City of Hagerstown, Maryland. And for those of you that may not know Jill, she is currently the Director of Community and Economic Development there in Maryland. And she has more than 20 years of experience in economic development. And prior to joining the city, she also was Vice President at the International Economic Development Council. So she has a wealth of experience, and I'm really excited to hear her insights and her leadership story and her wisdom. With 20 years, she must have a lot to share with us. She absolutely does, and we're not going to wait any longer for those insights. Jill, welcome aboard the podcast. Glad to have you. Now, because of your years of experience and you were so highly recommended, people think they know who you are, but I'm going to throw you a question right up front about who you are and what you like to do when you're not doing economic development. Well, work keeps me in the city and in our urban areas. So when I'm not working, I enjoy getting out into the outdoors and into nature. I love hiking with my family and friends. And I love living in Western Maryland because of the fantastic hiking trails in this area. The Appalachian Trail being one of my favorites, and it's absolutely beautiful here. So let's go back to the beginning of your career. I think it's important that people kind of understand that our careers and success don't happen by osmosis. There's a process. People are a part of that. Who would you say was kind of the first person or mentor who introduced you to economic development? Who would you credit for your intro into this great industry? My college internship was with Three Rivers Development Corporation in my hometown of Corning, New York, where I worked under Ann Clark. She gave so much of her time and energy to me and really created an incredible internship opportunity. That led to my first job out of college where Ann continued to help me launch my career. And now more than 25 years later, she's a trusted close friend and she's my go-to person for career advice. And you're still getting advice from her today, huh? It's still a good relationship? Absolutely. She's been a long-term friend and a tremendous colleague. That's absolutely awesome. Let's talk about inspiration. So you've been at it for over 20 years. What inspires you today about the work in economic development? Influencing change is what really inspires me. Being a part of building a better downtown, higher levels of community engagement, and creating hope for the future of our city is both inspiring and motivating. So those things are all kind of things that drive you every day. But at the top of that passion list, what is your most passionate piece about being an economic development leader? I mean, what's the one central passion that really drives you? I think I am most passionate about helping other people, both at work and outside of work. My passion really is to use my gifts and talents to give back and to be of service. I think life is about walking alongside others and working to see people prosper. So I'm curious, Jill, you've worked in different roles in economic development. 
you've been a champion in your communities. What does a day in the life look like for you today? Like, how does the day go? Well, no one day is the same, and I really love the variety. Our Department of Community and Economic Development works in three areas, building strong neighborhoods, supporting business growth, and then also celebrating community pride through special events and festivals. So a typical day is often juggling a wide range of meetings, relationships, and topics across those three areas of really community development, economic development, and celebrations and events. I don't think anybody in economic development would say that the day is the same, right? Every day you turn around, there's a new challenge to the work we do. And it sounds like you kind of accept that as the norm, correct? Absolutely. The challenges are what makes the work in economic development so rewarding and varied and exciting. Now that you're in the position you're in, what would you say are the most important decisions you make as a leader in the organization today? Like, what are the ones that Jill kind of owns the decision-making, and why is it so important for you in that position to own those decisions? From staffing to cross-department relationships to relationships with community stakeholders and volunteers, economic development is a team sport, so it's building the support systems and the team to accomplish your goals. And additionally, I think business retention, expansion, and attraction is about being resourceful and responsive. So the decisions that bring forward resources and allow for a high level of customer service are really critical. In Maryland, you all are doing some really creative work there. Where do great ideas come from in your organization or in your region? Like, where do you find those new innovations? Do they come from the top down? Is it through the community? Is it in the staff? Talk to us about that creativity engine, and where does that come from? I think great ideas come from think differently and to take risks. I think it's important to be open to experimenting and then adjusting. So trying something new, but also mastering the ability to self-analyze and work toward continuous improvement, that's what I think is really successful when you look at creativity and idea generation. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And it, it sounds like those are key drivers for creativity, but they could also apply very well to success in economic development, right? And so what do you think has been the key to your success in this business? Key to success, I think, is good communication and the ability to manage and embrace change. I think also the ability to build and grow a team at work and at home and in our communities. I think it's important to be guided by a mindset that our goal is to work to help others achieve their highest potential. So in doing that, we lead for personal leadership and success. And knowing what you know now about that process and those drivers, what would you say to the next generation? Like what advice would you give to people who are seeking out roles in economic development, the desire to make community change? What would you say to them? I would tell them to think of leadership in terms of influence and do not think of a top-down approach, but think about how you affect other people. And think about your leadership in terms of not who you are over or who you are supervising, but rather who you are walking alongside. 
So do what you can to bring out the best in other people and in the team members that you're working with. The world is different, Jill. As you know, things are constantly changing. What are the shifts that you're paying attention to in economic development? What are those things that continue to either be in a cycle or are there new phenomenon you're observing in the way we do business as economic developers? I would say manufacturing is a strong part of our regional economy. And while we're experiencing a shift toward advanced manufacturing, there's still some growth and new investment happening in traditional manufacturing. Our recent recruitment of Pinnacle Foods and the Gardein brand to Hagerstown is just one example. I also think the makers movement is another trend to watch as we work to support entrepreneurship. And additionally, there's the importance of partnerships with educational institutions, especially for downtown redevelopment. Many downtowns have arts and entertainment districts, but education is a key additional economic driver for downtown Hagerstown. I know a lot of communities are talking about the makerspace. A lot of communities are talking about the changes in manufacturing. But one of the reasons that a lot of communities don't get ahead of those shifts is because there are challenges to addressing those opportunities, right? What are the greatest challenges in your mind to keeping up with the changing environment we're facing? I think Hagerstown's greatest challenge is also our greatest opportunity, that being the redevelopment of our downtown. To have a strong region, we need to have a strong core. So as we make our downtown economy better, we support the growth of our regional economy. And I think you do do that in a lot of ways. Let's go personal for a minute. Can we just talk about your leadership? Because I want to hit that before we get off the podcast today. As a top leader in your organization, it's stressful, right? The work we do has a lot of uncertainty. The work we do has a lot of constituents to satisfy. And that can be energy draining. How do you as a leader refresh? How do you get refreshed in the work you do every day? I try to be intentional about finding that work-life balance even to the point of planning or scheduling time to unplug. I create quiet time to recharge. And I also think traveling to other communities to see their projects and initiatives can be a great way to grow professionally and to become re-energized. And that benchmarking process helps you get refreshed, or are you saying that that helps you see things from a new perspective? You get to see and compare and understand different things. Color that for us a little bit. When you're able to see another community have success with a project or a program, it can open new perspectives for yourself and to bring those ideas back to your community so as to build upon success that's happening nationwide. Jill, final question. You've been so wonderful with your time today, and we appreciate it. But we do want a vision cast out, you know, five years, 2021, 2022. What should we expect to see? And what are you most excited about in that time period? What's going to change? What's going to be better? What's going to be different? Over the next five years, we'll be continuing to work toward a 10-year downtown plan. And I think any plan has the aspects of continuing to monitor and adjust. So I look forward to reviewing our progress in comparison to our original starting vision. And I look forward to creating a vision for the next 10 years after that time period where we're able to 
take a look at progress and build upon that. I love that. It sounds so exciting. And your passion is obviously still burning, Jill. Thank you so much for your time today. Congratulations on being named one of North America's top 50 economic developers. And we're cheering for you and your success moving forward. Thank you for this opportunity. Thanks for tuning in to North America's Top 50, produced by Consultant Connect, an organization working to bridge the gap between leading economic developers and location consultants. To learn more about what we do and how to get involved, please visit consultantconnect.org or tweet me at Ron Kitchens.